For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men. But their time is up. Their time is up. Welcome to Straight Up Hollywood. This is the podcast that takes you backstage and behind the scenes of your favorite shows and movies. Actually, today we're taking you uh, onto the Golden Globes red carpet, ballroom floor, and backstage of that show. And if you've been paying any attention to the to Hollywood the past few weeks, uh, you probably expected this show to be a little bit different. I'd say it was. Oh my goodness, was it? Let's tell you all about that. Who's going to tell you about that? Well, I am. Hi, I'm Carly Malbaum, entertainment writer here at USA Today with... Brian Alexander, movie writer. Andrea Mandel, West Coast Entertainment Editor. And uh, we had different stations at this show, and we've covered the Golden Globes before, and it's pretty safe to say this one stood out as being different from the rest. Uh, From the carpet, guys, tell us what it was like. Uh, first of all, I just want to note that we're all sitting around in the podcast studio wearing our comfiest clothes. <laughs> like, I'm yes. in a giant sweater. Brian's in a zippy. Carly's in, like... A zippy sweater. <laughs> I've combined. Yeah. Carly's in a sweatshirt. We're drinking black coffee. Uh, we are here to share all the deets of it last night. I was so heartened by the experience of the red carpet. I was not expecting to feel that way. And I'll tell you why. Brian and I were standing on the red carpet together and we knew everybody was dressing in black. We knew they were going to talk about Time's Up. We knew that they were going to be wearing pins. Oh, can we give uh, listeners a quick refresher on what Time's Up is? Sure. So Time's Up is this initiative that was started over the holidays by women of Hollywood. Uh, They're coming together to speak out and to act out against uh, sexual harassment and misconduct. It includes a legal fund that's currently valued at over 15 million dollars to help women and men in all industries fight sexual harassment so this was the big hashtag times up hashtag why we wear black these are uh trending terms on twitter during the show because as you probably know the there was a quote blackout on the carpet uh women and men were primarily wearing all black they everybody wore black except for i think like three random people um and here's what got me it was an open forum and that doesn't happen at award shows. I mean, what everybody sees on TV usually, you know, it's the gowns on E and it's the mani cam and it's the, you know, kind of peacocking that goes on. Everybody's kind of jostling for that top 10 best dress list. That totally fell off the radar this year. It wasn't even in the air. It wasn't part of the energy. I literally forgot to ask people, the designer of the gowns that they were wearing, which is not all uh, we ask on the red carpet, obviously, but it is um, an important piece of information for our editors back at the home front as they're putting the paper together to be able to note it. And it didn't even occur to me because we were talking about sub uh, about substantive issues, which I don't know. I walked away heartened by it. It felt good. Brian, what did you think? No, I totally agree. I, I think Susan Sarandon uh, sort of personified the the no-nonsense approach to, to her look on the red carpet. It also brought a... Um, uh, a, a guest was the organizer of uh, uh, speaking about Puerto Rico and the, the hurricane uh, uh, damage there. And it was really completely used as a forum 
to highlight certain various issues. This is a, a stark contrast into what to what the Golden Globes usually feels like, which is like the biggest party of award season. Um, it's also the most meaningless party of award season, even though it looks big and glamorous on TV. The HFPA is made right. up of like 80-something members. And so what a lot of people forget is that uh, people who win Golden Globes, it doesn't really mean that much. It doesn't really have a huge bearing on the Oscar race, which is um, a much different thing. And so even though it looks that way on TV, in reality, it's just a big party, but not this year. Right. So it why it stands out as being probably for all of us one of the most memorable Golden Globes experiences is because it's it's so different from what is usually a frivolous night. This there was a lot of important conversation, and I think listeners might remember there was that campaign, you know, ask her more a few years ago, where red carpet reporters were encouraged to ask more substantive questions on the carpet, and that was still tricky because people don't really don't typically like to get into in-depth conversations when they're showing off their gowns on a drive in a drive-by conversation on a carpet or you just get these prepared sound bites on you know a, a philanthropy that they're you know into or a cause that they believe in but it's not a great conversation mm-hmm. um, and that that wasn't the case this year so going I was uh, in the ballroom during yeah, what the was show in the Beverly Hilton I thought it would be uh, very toned down maybe people wouldn't be drinking so much there's still an open bar. Uh, people still were drinking. People were still smoking. People were still having a good time. But the tone of the speeches were different, as people probably heard at home. There's a lot of, especially the women who were accepting their awards, they were talking about you know their, their mothers who have fought for rights. They were talking about other women who have told their stories, like they they tend to be kind of on message in their acceptance speeches. And how did the audience in the room react? Very positively. I mean, there was, especially for the women taking the podium, there was standing ovations. There was a lot of cheers. What but about the, Oprah? When Oprah yeah. came on, oh let's God. talk Oprah Speech for of a the second night. because Speech everybody's still night. talking about Oprah. I want to know what it was like in that room when mm-hmm. Oprah spoke. During the Golden Globes, sometimes the conversation at the bar is so loud that it overpowers what you hear from the podium, especially where I'm sitting, which is kind of in between both. Often, honestly, I don't know what the presenters are saying. I can't hear them because the the conversation outside or at the bar is so loud. Things were different when Oprah took the mic. Like, everything kind of stopped. Everyone, It felt like the room was just captivated by her. Not only was she greeted with a standing ovation when she walked on stage, halfway through her speech, another standing ovation. She was still going. The end of her speech, a third very decisive standing (laughs) ovation. She brought the house down. Oh, yeah. And I was at a table. This was a press table. So, you know, we're not we're unfazed by these speeches. You know, we're just trying trying not to have like a strong opinion, trying to be unbiased about it. But we were all like, oh, my God, Oprah. Oprah's the... No one is like Oprah. We were all just like, man, she is she's good. And you could see in the crowd people were tearing up. People even when the standing ovations were kind of done, there were some people in the crowd still standing. In fact, even where I was seated, which is not the lowest level, but maybe, you know, three steps up from that, security had to say Everyone needs to take their seats because this is actually like hazardous, like the fire marshal issue. Wow. Like you need to take your seats. Um, wow. That was the only speech that was had quite that reaction. And obviously, everyone's talking today about whether she's ready for president. Here she is winning the Cecil B. DeMille Award for uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Right. And it's 
It's now, you know, thrown her in very much into serious discussion about whether yeah, she's Yeah, I mean, that president. has been the conversation amongst my, my friends who have nothing to do with this award show. They're all texting me like, wait, is Oprah running for president? What's going on? And I think, of course, that was spurred by the speech. It was also spurred by, in Seth Meyers' opening monologue, he made a joke about how he'd like to see her as president, maybe Tom Hanks as her vice president. But this speech was so moving that, yeah, people... That's that's the talk. That's the talk today. Brian, I was off writing a story when she hit the uh, press room backstage. Can you talk a little bit about what that was like? It was just very hearty cheers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she was it was very exciting for her to come back. It was a rock and roll star stepping backstage. And if you didn't hear her speech, of course, you can (laughs) read the whole thing on entertainthis.usatoday.com. But here's a clip from Oprah's very moving acceptance speech. I've interviewed and portrayed people who've withstood some of the ugliest things life can throw at you. But the one quality all of them seem to share is an ability to maintain hope for a brighter morning, even during our darkest nights. So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. And when that new day finally dawns, it will be because of a lot of magnificent women, many of whom are right here in this room tonight, and some pretty phenomenal men fighting hard to make sure that they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say me too again so i think yes i would say the highlight of the show was oprah though there were some other great speeches um the mood was still was like it was celebratory like it usually is at the globes but more on message uh than it tends to be so then we moved on to the parties and i have to be honest the parties this year felt pretty deflated to me. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? That was kind of the sense I got. Um, I, as some people know, celebrities tend to wear these big gowns to the show, and then they do this this change for the after parties. That still happens a lot of the time. Not everyone changed. Some people did, and when they did, it was to, into another black Like outfit. a shorter black dress. Yes. Um, but here's the thing, and just to back this up, the thing about the Globes that's different from every other award show is that there are about five or six after parties and they all happen in the hotel, the Beverly Hilton, where the Globes happen. So it's not like you're taking a car and going anywhere. You're basically just going into the lobby and then parting ways and going to HBO or going to Netflix or going to Amazon or going to InStyle, going to Fox. Um, so there's a lot of crisscrossing that happens in the lobby. And usually it's like you see everybody kind of running from party to party and bumping into each other. And then you get into the party and it's crowded and people are dancing and it's so fun. And this year I walked into Amazon. I almost ran straight into Mariah Carey who was leaving. And I got into Amazon and I wondered where everybody was. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, granted, it takes some people a while to shuttle over because they make uh, party guests that didn't go to the Globes park in this like horrible parking garage and then take shuttles over. But it wasn't just that. I mean, it it was Mark Ronson was DJing. No one was dancing. Uh, it just I don't know. It just felt like everybody was going through the motions at the parties, but it wasn't really a party. It felt tamer than it's been. I think uh, sure. I had a similar experience. 
I I stopped by the Hollywood Foreign Press after party because that's where uh, winners could get their trophies engraved. And so it's fun to see people get things engraved. They were in and out, though, all the, the, the big celebrity winners. And then I went to the in-style party, waited in line for 45 minutes to get <laughs> in. And by the time I got there, there were a few famous faces. The party was full, but it, it, not really with celebrities. It was probably like HFP people and their guests and some industry types. Industry types. Um, I did see Derek Huff and Julianne Huff. Uh, you probably know them from Dancing with the Stars or other dancing shows. And they weren't even dancing. I'm like, if there is a party and a DJ that where the Huffs are in attendance and they're not dancing, there's something wrong. Well, I went to the Fox party. By the time I got there, it had completely cleared out. I, th- I feel like whether it's Hugh Jackman or, or anyone else that would have uh, stopped by the Fox party, I think they had come and left, come right. cameo appearances. And then I went over to the Netflix party, which used to be the Netflix Weinstein party. Mm-hmm. And I was very curious to check out to see how that was going to be. It was a very opulent party. I mean, there was uh, uh, all just covered in red carpet. You could actually, uh, a shoe valet, by the way. What? My new favorite. Oh, I saw that they had uh, some flip-flops available yeah. that said Netflix. I really check, want those. You could <laughs> check your, your shoes and get a set of flip-flops. Interesting. Could you keep the, the flip-flops? I don't, I don't, I don't you, think so. They're like bowling shoes. You return them? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. So that was that was incredibly interesting, uh, and it it was it definitely as it, as it got later got a little more raucous, but I I can't say um, that it was uh, a very highly attended lay party. I mean, Drake was uh, spinning the tunes behind the DJ booth for a while, but it was definitely you know definitely a different vibe, a little mm-hmm. a little more uh, upscale I'd say, or more energy than the Fox party as uh-huh. it got later, but. Still, I, I would have to agree that parties were down a notch. Yes. So what I'm really curious about is what the rest of award season will look like and will feel like. So the next show coming up um, is the Critics' Choice Awards, which is Thursday. Um, Brian's attending for us. And, I mean, do you think it'll be business as usual? And, and do you think this black dress code is going to permeate the entire season? That will be interesting. I mean, the Critics' Choice obviously is a far uh, less l- lower profile. It's always been a little zanier, uh, hosted usually by T.J. Miller in the past. Uh, has always been a little bit on the uh, um, out there side with mm-hmm. him, uh, him out there. And it's not a heavily watched show, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, the ratings yeah. are always very yeah. low. But it will be a good, interesting arbiter Yes. To, you know, to show people Shannon. still check out those red carpet photos, yep. and I have a feeling people will, will revert back to color for this show. I think mm-hmm. we'll actually see a lot of gowns that were meant for the Globes at the Critics' Choice Awards. Right. Um, we discarded dresses. Yeah. I mean, I, I, because let's, be, you look at what's coming up. You have the Critics' Choice Awards. You have the SAG Awards coming up, um, all leading up to Oscars, and it's just uh, we'll have to see. First of all, if the tone changes, and second mm-hmm. of all, if people um, continue to be willing to engage in real conversations. Yeah, and also it, it's important to point out that this year's Critics' Choice will be hosted by Olivia Munn, who will no doubt have uh, some biting things to say. Who spoke yes. out against Brett Ratner um, in a profile with the LA Times, and uh, of course T.J. Miller, who used to host, has been dealing with his own accusations of sexual misconduct uh, back when he was in college. So it is different. Things are things are definitely shifting, but 
stay tuned. And we will bring you all that news here on Straight Up Hollywood. Thank you for listening and tune in next week. And if you have any questions about award season or about any of the films or stars that we are discussing, please um, tweet us. I'm at Andrea Mandel. I'm at That Girl Carly. And I'm at Brian Alexander. And if you like what you heard, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends. Keep this show going. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. 